Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. From the City of Sales North, it's all about the Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. It's just gone 7.30 here on SENZ. This is Blues Brothers. Steve Devine in the house to talk blues, mate. And uh, boy, big game last night. And we're up against the same oppo this Saturday at Eden Park. But I, I imagine those 15s are going to look quite different. Yes, they. Um, there was it was a tough game last night. It was, it was. pretty physical. Um, to be honest, when when uh, we went we got uh, down to fourteen when the Blues Blues lost the man, I was like, mate, we probably we might lose this. I I the the tide turned eh? um straight after that second half they scored the try and the tide really turned and it was all one way traffic and I was like, oh, we're in trouble here. And then the red card, mm. and I must say that that was probably, out of all the red cards this year, that was probably the most blatant red card. There were really no disputes about that. Well, it, that. Was, it was certainly more nailed on than the one in the uh, Brumbies force game. Yes. So th- that was a definite red. And, I, yeah, so I made mean, hats, hats off to the young Blues team. They mm. uh, Blues teams would have lost that in the past. Uh, they had everything going against them. And uh, somehow, well, it wasn't somehow, it was um, – Finlay Christie, really, who I thought came on and changed the game. He 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 got them in a position to win, and and uh, yeah, I, I yeah playing fantastic rugby, and I just think he was the, he was the difference last night between the two teams. No, I mean that that po- that was a poacher's try that he scored, wasn't it? I <laughs> yeah. mean he fooled everybody. I think he even fooled the cameraman. I think he sold the dummy to the cameraman when he when he went over for that one. Well, he didn't have to go far. He sort of turned and was back at halfway by the time yeah. anyone realised what had happened. <laughs> yeah, it was superb. I mean, another guy that was really important, and I think you mentioned this um, the other week uh, about how important he will be through the season, but having Luke Romano am- amongst all those young guys just steering the ship and, and keeping the head safe. Yep. We just, there needed to be a cool head there last night, and, and he was that. And, you know, when when tough stuff really got tough, he sort of, he you could tell he uh, got on the front foot. He... Moana had a, a chance at a, a line-out drive to get their third or fourth try, and yeah. uh, he sort of went through the middle of it, and, and it fell over, and they got the ball back. So that was um, that was the start of the Blues turnaround, and it come from from the old head. Um, there needs to be a few in every team, and and, and they were lucky they had him he last go, night. He goes good. To be honest, it was it was quite funny because I, I just you had one of those moments where there was a camera shot of the Blues dressing room just before they went out, and he had his back to the camera. So I didn't know who it was because he didn't have a jersey on. He had no shirt on. And I was just like, that bloke looks like he's carrying a bit. And he was, and I was like, he doesn't look that different to me without a shirt on. And then he pulled the shirt on, turned around. I was like, oh, he's Luke cert- Romano. He's certainly not as tanned as you, mate, after a week in Waiheke on holiday. <laughs> mate, there wasn't much sun when I was on Waiheke, but you there was been, plenty of vineyards, I, I can tell you that much. I heard you were down at the nudist beach the whole time. <laughs> By knocks out, the whole works. Lucky this is a radio show, not a TV show, because <laughs> we had some footage. Yeah, do, Oh, really? <laughs> okay, well, then no doubt that it'll be up on the Steve Devine YouTube page later on. <laughs> uh, it's not for eyes. Not for eyes, mate. I've got to do have to ask you how did how did Manaya go um, filling filling the hot seat? Yeah, no, it was good. We uh, we had a good show. We had a bit of a yarn. Um, he is a cantab. You, were you okay with that? Yeah, well, I did. I did. Funny you say that. I did. <laughs> I did count the fingers halfway through, and I thought <laughs> I thought someone's a bit strange. There you go. Now you know he's, he's from just oh, outside of Timaru. All starting to make sense now. Yeah, there you go. There you go, uh, mate. We've got um, uh, we've got Moana again this weekend at Eden Park, of course. Um, 
I mean, is it going to be wholesale? Do you think? I mean, outside of Luke Romano, is it pretty much going to be fourteen other faces? I, I imagine. I imagine. Uh, Peter Fetter may get a run on oh, the bench. Course, yeah. He'll come off the bench, I would imagine, depending on uh, on what they're looking at injury-wise. With Bodie, I, I hear he's probably not going to be okay, so he may have to go around again. But, yep. yeah, it'll be wholesale changes. The whole back row, pretty much the whole forward pack will change. Maybe Romano will come off the bench. Um, I can't imagine anyone else starting. And then I imagine Christy will come back in to start, um, probably – Pair of fetters to stay at ten. Yeah, and then um, as as Zane Sullivan at fifteen. Yeah, and then as was really, I, I imagine. Yeah, uh, hopefully yeah. the young fella, um, Jock uh, McKenzie. Yeah, hopefully he he'll get another role. We didn't get to see a lot of him, unfortunately, but um, yeah, hopefully we get to see. He's got a, a great name. He's got a name like you, you say, Jock McKenzie, <laughs> and I think it's like a bloke that played for the All Blacks in the nineteen thirties. Yeah. he's got that kind of feeler, and he's a forward. He's definitely a forward, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He probably played uh, played a bit of lock and could play Lucy if you needed him to. Yeah. And yeah. drink about 13 beers in an hour. <laughs> Before the match. <laughs> <laughs> Old school styles. I look forward to seeing him um, get, a, get a decent run at, at some point as well. Um, I know that, you know, you're... Um you got your finger on the pulse with the uh, with the, with the Blues uh, and the uh, organisation. Any word on when we might see Roger back? Um, I haven't I haven't been able to track that down, but I'm working on it. On okay, my you're still trying to find the pulse. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, I'm expecting it to be an AC sort of joint problem. Mm. The way he landed, it looked like it might have been the AC joint, which is tend to be sort of four to six weeks, a bad one. So we're about four now, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, so we're getting we, we we could be close if it's maybe not this week, maybe next week. Yeah, um, might but, give them this week and then and then chuck them back in next week. Yeah, but hope, hopefully that's all it is. It's nothing too more serious. No, nothing too serious around and around structure and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm trying to. You know, they're pretty pretty tight ship down there at the Blues at the moment. I'm down there. Uh, I'll be there at the match on Saturday, so I will try and uh, do some digging. Do some digging. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that is the thing. I mean, uh, I know that having de- to, from a media point of view, dealing with Tasman over the years, Leon tends to write and run a pretty tight ship. Yeah, they're, they're not they're not easy to uh, gather info out of and. The last few weeks, obviously it's hard because the weeks change and they've got a different game this week. So it has been difficult, but yeah, things could be could be easier. It's it's pretty funny sitting on this side of the media all of a sudden when before I was on the other side. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel the players and you know they do need time out and time away from the game. But uh, yeah, a bit of a chat here and there is never gonna never gonna hurt anyone too much on a day off. I don't think. No, not too much. Um, I mean, so out of that game last night, then. You talked about Finlay Christie. I talked about Luke Romano. Who else did you think? You know what? That that was pretty good. Um, I, I was I was mostly impressed by the way that the Blues team of the last few years, you know, would have, would have dropped that game. They were they were down and out. Uh, you know, the other team had the wind at their backs, the sails up, and they were they were going for it. Moana um, Pacifica and. They turned it around and they and they they got in front and they kept in front and um, you know that that was good. We this year they just haven't had that mongrel. You know they haven't had that game where they've instead of winning by ten or winning by five or seven. You know they should have won by thirty five. Yeah. They you know the, the Hurricanes is a good example. They're up by seventeen and and then and then lost it. So 
you know, there's just that that one little thing, and, and I'm hoping that this was the start, that they probably should have dropped that game and they clawed themselves and got themselves back into it. So hopefully that's the start of things to turn around and they find a little bit of mongrel and they find a little bit of edge and, and they try and finish these games off and, and put someone to the sword. Do you think, you know, with the way that Leon's running things, um, and we've seen this with, you know, sort of just echoing what I've seen with Tasman, but it feels like this is kind of what you're saying is, and I don't like to use the word... Um, not, not so much culture, but sort of game plan or, or blueprint. It's like it almost doesn't matter who's in the fifteen; they play the same way. Yeah, yeah. You can tell they don't. They don't try and overplay rugby. They don't try and run from their own twenty-two. Like they, I know. You know, if if they've gone nowhere in three phases, they kick it regardless of where they are. You know, just as they, they don't want to play too much rugby. And um, I, yeah, I think sometimes if you know you got the. The wind at your back, and you're 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 17 or so in front. Then then just drop the hammer and go for it. You know, keep keep pushing and you know get that enjoyment. Once you get that enjoyment, you know, running full length tries and and having a good time, then then that brings the team together as well. But you know, you got to do what the coach wants, and mm. you know that may be that may be to keep that structure and you know try and try and stay within the structure when the game opens up a bit in the later halves. Um, you know the the game this weekend is just going to be physical. Like the Moana Pacific against the Hurricanes last week, that was just brutal. They just they just beat them up, and um, you know obviously no Artie. And then once Geordie Barrett had gone off for the Canes, they um, they just looked like a bunch of school kids getting beat up by a bigger, stronger team. And and that's the physicality Moana Pacific is going to bring to the Blues on Saturday. So the Fords better get ready to rumble. She's going to be she's going to be tough, and they pretty much base their game on on being tough. So the Blues are going to have to, um, you know, the big boys are going to have to bring their their, their A game to to match that physicality. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be great to see, you know, Tuala and Almur against in that midfield. Maybe it's a perfect time not to bring Roger back yeah. actually on, on on second thoughts. Yeah, there's some big boys, and they and they like to run, you know. And it's always it's always that thing of the little brother. Like a lot of those guys have been on the Blues fringe mm. for such a long time, and you know, it's their perfect opportunity to prove everyone wrong and that they should have been playing, you know, for years. And um, yeah, they, some of them are out of club rugby. They get the chance to go up against the big boys. So. Every game I've ever played where it's sort of big brother versus little brother, the little brother generally goes pretty good, if not gets out on top. So yeah, uh, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Looking forward to the game this weekend. I'm looking forward to up next as well, an old teammate of yours, uh, who's old man I had a couple of beers with a few years ago. Uh, Daniel Braid's going to join us, and hopefully you can tell us a few stories from the uh, from the old days, Steve. Oh, he's got plenty. He's got plenty of stories. <laughs> Are they any of them safe enough for radio? Uh, yeah, that's going to be tight. Yeah, he'll okay. have to calm a few down. All right. Hopefully his kids will be in bed so the few, the full truth comes out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Daniel Braid joins us next here on Blues Brothers. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Blues Brothers, talking blues rugby with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. 14 away from 8 here on the Blues Brothers on SENZ and uh, you know, one of the extended family, another Blues Brother uh, joins us. Uh, this one via Tauranga, Daniel Braid. G'day mate, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good. I was just telling um, Steve before that I, you back in the in the mid '90s. I used to work for a radio station down in Tauranga, and when your old man uh, was looking after DB down there, I, I might have had a couple yeah. of pints uh, with him over the over the years down there doing a few pub promos. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You would have would have come across them down there. We used to do a bit of work for them as well, stacking booze into the um, into the liquor stores over summer. That's true. There was that radio BOP back in the day. I think the old man worked for them as well. No, I was. I was. We used to call it Clothesline FM back then. Coastline. 
I can tell you, I can tell you, the Braids still do like DB. Uh, do they? I had a poker night not long ago, and Dan Braid came around drinking about forty of my beers. <laughs> <laughs> As I cleaned up as well. <laughs> <laughs> Took everyone's money as well. Oh, oh, I, I was going to say, I mean, you know, if you're doing it properly, you let him drink 40 beers and take all his cash. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work like that when, that you, pay, when you play poker like I do. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, but Brady, thanks for coming on, mate. Um, want to talk uh, a, a bit about the, the, the loose options at the Blues, mate. We've got plenty at the moment, don't we? And we, we just keep, keep seem to uh, unveiling more and more. Uh, I mean, this kid, um, Tane Plumtree, looks like the next one off the ranks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great to see plenty of guys coming through. Um, you know, you got your incumbents in there, the the top dogs, but the um, the guys that are in behind and behind there, Plumtree, one of them. I also um, I rate Choate. Um, you know, I love his game, but right back, um, I think when we when Auckland won the NPC, what was it, 2017, a few years ago. I think he, um, the other guys were injured, and he got thrown in as a young guy, just his, his ticker. You know, not 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 the biggest man, but um, just goes hard and doesn't give up, and well, all the all the skills there as well. So um, yeah, plenty of good options there, plenty plenty of depth. Um, Brady, the Blues have obviously been playing some pretty good footy at times uh, over the last few weeks. You know, getting themselves out of good leads and whatnot, but sort of haven't really put a team away yet. What what do you put that down to? Um, not enough DB. <laughs> not enough team. Not enough team bonding sessions. No, um, I don't know. I, I think it's been a case with, with a lot of teams where um, you know teams have had a bit of momentum and then the, it swings the other way. I think it happened with the when the Chiefs beat the Crusaders. Um, a similar thing happened where it looked like one side was dominating, the other team just gets a gets a good run of um, of, of momentum and, and carries th- it carries through. So it's. Um, I don't know whether it's the, um, the the experience coming through of how guys can um, know how to how to shut shut a shut a game down or or you know realizing when a team has a head of steam up and, and what you can do tactically um, and, and game wise to um, to stop that. I was I think into the game um, last night um, the uh, minor Pacific team um, were, were going well and then the Blues had had a bit of possession instead of just playing through the forwards and going direct. And matching physically, um, we went out the out the back door, and the, the the first five of the Blues got cleaned up with a massive hit, you know, and that just builds momentum for the other team. So it's just those sorts of, you know, tactically within your game, um, h- how you're playing it with with how the how the game's going. Is, is that where the game's changed this year? You think that you need to have the ball and hang on to it, like at, at all costs? Is 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 that the advantage just by having it and hanging on to it for long phases? Um, I don't. I it, it depends really. I I still think that um, that counter attack is, is is a big part of things. And if you t- attack too long and get turned over, you become you become exposed. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think last night's game it definitely was was possession um, territory and um, getting down there and you know all those you know the expansive play plays to you know very expansive teams. Um, a lot of the play um, close to the trial line was was driving balls. Um, once they're in that good field position and getting in, in there with um, plenty of toss from both sides through that. Now, Moana have um, given a few teams a bit of a shake-up. Obviously, got the W over um, the Canes, and they, they sort of ran that Crusaders team pretty close as well. Um, you know, what are they doing differently to other New Zealand-based super rugby teams that's causing them problems? Um, what do they do? I, th- I think they're, they're, they're a tight side. Um, they've been brought in um, by, by Mage, and uh, it's a copy in there. Um, you know, with with what you know, what, what I think every team's gone through, um, and um, with with the current environment, 
um, just they're, they're, they're tight, they're playing for each, for each other and, and they know, know what they're doing. So, I, yeah, I really think they've, they've got good, clear game plans um, from from their coaches and um, that, that suit their strengths. And, and you know, they're, they're such a, a tight team there that they're, they're delivering. And, it, you know, that's so exciting. You know, I really picked up and um, was, was stoked to see that they beat the Hurricanes on the weekend. And, um, you know, like, yeah, sort of one of the reasons why I made sure I watched them, you know, put my eye on the game last night as well. It's great to see. Mate, I, I totally agree with that. You can see that they're building a culture that it's their own culture. It's not, you know, that they, they do things a little bit different before the match, during the match and after the match that, that, is, that no one else does, but they do it and they're yeah. all happy to do it. Like you see them having a bit of a sing in the dressing sheds before the game. And, you know, I, I just think that's, that's pretty awesome and that's what brings the team closer together and that's what makes you yeah. play pretty good footy at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of the things that I miss the most post-post-rugby. Has been being away from the boys and, and and that culture and you know you know they've got Kitty Senio in there um, running the outfit experienced guy you know great guy um, and um, you know with major and that in there um, you know what they're creating for their players is um, you know it, it would be pretty cool for these guys to be a part of. Well, I can tell everyone that uh, Dan Braid also runs a, a pretty good uh, team team environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was awarded the 2007 Teammate of the Year. Uh, when we were with Auckland, <laughs> yeah, when all right, when all right, are you, are you, yeah. Well, Stevie, Stevie, Stevie D always led the charge of that. <laughs> we were pretty lucky with some of the tours that um, Pete Thompson took us on to for the um, for the team building. You uh, you uh, work for you work for Tomo still, don't you, Brady? No, no, I've left. I'm, I'm out of real estate now. I've got a construction company and uh, enjoyed my time at, at, at BNT, but um, on on to different things now. So you're building you're building houses for the cash malls. Is that what you're doing now? <laughs> no, no, no. Are you, are you still in rugby, Brady? What are you doing? Um, no, I I have since I uh, finished up was at halfway through 2017 and came back. I just um, pulled out of rugby completely. Um, you know, I was looking. I think on a coaching side of things, I'll get back into it yeah. um, when my when my kids want to play and do that. Do that side of it, but I am involved with um, with Varsity um, with my club. I've come on as a as a board member um, th- this year, so um, I'm sort of also doing um, a bit of um, um, governance for for my iwi um, at the moment. So getting into in, into the, into that side of things. So I thought it'd be a great way to con- contribute back into rugby. Yeah. Um, you know, right at the grassroots at club at club rugby. That's actually I love going along watching Varsity. It's one of my favourite places to go and watch watch a bit of code now where I can take my kids along. Now, it's how I grew up down the rugby club. My old man was playing all through my childhood and we'd just take off and play. You know, play on the sideline with all the other kids there, go for a mission, go explore, um, and play in, play in the playground. You know, so I like taking my kids along to the club rugby, bag of chips, can of Coke, um, bugger off, I don't want to see you. Um, I always like father of the year. Then I can sit on the bank and, and have a beer and, and chat with Max and... Uh, and club teams, Mate. Um, you know, watch, watch some good club footy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying getting into um, that side of rugby. I always thought you'd make a great fish head. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually telling me... He used to use the hand down. Yeah, he used to... Actually, Steve was telling me before he got you on that he, he thinks that you're, you're a great analyst to the game, that you make a fantastic coach. He won't, he won't tell you that himself, obviously, but... <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I'm passionate for the game, and I've always... Yeah, I was always... You know, like Stevie, part of the um, the technical group, leadership groups. But um, 
yeah, uh, on the on the coaching side of things, I yeah, I, I you know I played rugby and did rugby pretty much from since I was you know, during school since I left school. I was lucky enough to get into and, and do that. But uh, you know, there's only so many um, scrum sessions and line out sessions um, you, can, you can do. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for a while. Good stuff, Daniel. Hey, thanks for coming on to Blues Brothers, mate. We're well, uh, happy to have you on again at some point. You can tell us a few stories about Steve. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to the yeah, poker definitely. invite, Dan. Oh, there's plenty. There's plenty. Yeah. I, bet, I bet, mate. Maybe yeah. we should write yeah. a book. Come um, take your money again. <laughs> this has been Blues Brothers for another week. Uh, thanks, Daniel Braid, for joining us. Steve D for being in the studio, of course, mate. And I uh, look forward to a big win over Moana Pacific this weekend. Maybe this is the week that we put the team to the sword. This is the one, mate. This week will be it. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.